Hello, and welcome to the Confident Sober Women podcast. I'm your guide, Shelby John. I'm the mother of three, wife to one, and sober since July 1st, 2002. As sober women, we have something huge in common. And when we share our lives and our stories with each other, we feel that sense of belonging and connection so we know we are no longer alone. In this podcast, you will hear real-life talk about building confidence and transforming your life beyond recovery. So come on, let's talk. Well, hey there, Sober Ladies. Thank you so much for joining me here on the Confident Sober Women podcast. I'm so glad you're here with me today. So I know you've heard me talk and share quite a bit in the Confident Sober Women Facebook group about how to start your day, right? That concept around the morning routine. Maybe you even listened to episode 20 and heard those four very simple steps you can add in even today to start your morning routine. If you didn't, I would encourage you to go back and listen to it because productivity experts say one of the best things you can do to have control in your day and stay focused and build confidence is to have a strong morning routine. How you end your day is also just as important as how you start it. And most likely after you get finished with work for the day, you make dinner, you tend to your kids and your spouses and your chores, your bucket might be pretty much empty. And you know when this happens, it's easy to fall into the habits of binge watching Netflix, maybe answering emails late into the night, or scrolling mindlessly through my favorite app, TikTok. Of course you deserve and you should very much have some relaxation and downtime in the evening, but without some structure and plan for your night, you run the risk of severely affecting your sleep. And we all know that poor sleep can negatively impact our memory, our health, our cognitive ability, and even put a strain on your relationships and your social life. Building emotional sobriety means you must radically transform your daily routines in order to get better, healthier sleep so that you can have more energy and frankly, just a clearer mind. So this means establishing a sustainable evening routine that you can count on and that's also going to help you get to sleep and stay asleep longer and make you feel even better in the morning. And I call this concept sleep hygiene. Creating an entire evening and sleep routine is a huge task, right? It has multiple steps that will take a lot of practice and, frankly, perseverance to put into place. And likely, you'll need the help of a guide to encourage you and do maybe a little hand-holding along the way. But when you break it down into tiny little pieces that are very manageable, and easy to commit to starting right now today, then slowly over time, you get a big change. Of course, if you are a real go-getter and you want to jump headfirst into it, that's what the members of the Sober Freedom Inner Circle do. And they get the benefit of coaching from me once a month, plus the support of each other. 
So today I'm going to share with you a few of my favorite small practical steps that you can put in place in your life starting tonight and then do them every single day to start making a big impact on the quality and quantity of your sleep. And I don't know about you, but I find myself often just spent from a hard day's work and from parenting. Sometimes I even catch myself daydreaming during the day about getting home and going through all my routines and climbing in bed. I entertain it for a moment, remembering how good it feels to be in my bed, the relaxation of my body, and then finally drifting off to dreamland. In early sobriety, I remember this was a real struggle for me. No longer was I passing out from excess alcohol, and then learning how to deal with living sober didn't really come easy in the sleep department. I don't know about your experience, but I've heard from so many women that sleep is definitely a huge challenge once we get sober. And often, even after we stay sober for a while, it can still be a struggle for a variety of reasons. So maybe for you, it's the inability to turn off your brain. You lay down in bed and pull the covers up close and then boom, your mind starts racing. For me, it's like when the noise around me gets quiet, the to-do list seems to be in the forefront of my mind. Oh, and the worry for my kids and what they're doing. It's the worst feeling when you're so exhausted and all you want to do is fall asleep. And then you're laying there wondering, you know, should I get up? Should I start watching a show? Should I listen to a meditation? Take a sleeping pill? Like, what do I need to do here? It's so hard to know what the right thing to do is. So I want you to take a minute just to imagine with me. You can close your eyes if you're not maybe driving or doing something that would be dangerous to close your eyes. Imagine with me for a minute how much you will get done when you're sleeping more comfortably at night. Imagine how you will feel when you get more quality, deep sleep. How you will relate to your partner and your kids and your coworkers. Will you be more relaxed? Will you be more focused? Will you be more fun? Maybe this sounds like a dream. But I want you to know that the natural solutions for helping you get the rest you need have literally been hiding in plain sight. And sleep hygiene is the number one solution and is the most natural and effective way to develop the kind of sleep routines that you're desiring. You don't believe me? I can tell you once I finally learned how to put the steps of sleep hygiene into practice regularly I enjoyed more quality deep sleep that helped my energy level and productivity during the day. So here are a few simple steps you can put into place for the next seven days with little to no effort. And this is going to help you begin establishing an evening routine. But you have to do them every single night. I want you to always remember that small things done consistently over time, lead to big change. So here we go. Number one is scan your environment. 
So after you've eaten dinner and you've put away all the leftovers and kind of straightened up from that, I want you to take a couple minutes to put things back in their place. Our environment has a big impact on our brains. And when we take the time now to get everything in place, you really set yourself up to begin the next day on the right foot. You can set your coffee for the morning, wipe off the counters, take out the trash, start the dishwasher, you know, all those things. I've heard some people even engage their younger kids in a game where they set a timer for five to 10 minutes and they kind of challenge everyone to pick up stuff and put things away until the timer goes off. Just do what you can to straighten up. Pick one thing that is non-negotiable for you. So for us, it's dishes in the sink and clean counters. I know that's two things, but that's what we like to be sure is done every single night before we go upstairs for bed. Sometimes we get other things done and then other times we don't, depending on what's going on in our lives. And for you, it might be different. And it's much nicer to walk into a cleaned up kitchen smelling like coffee than a sink full of dishes and toys and trash and clothes around the house. Number two, shift the energy in your home. Your brain loves signals. So when you transition into a different stage of the day, doing the same things every single day helps your body know it's time to wind down and get ready for sleeping. So you can do things like dim the lights in your house, reduce the noise, and maybe even enjoy a warm cup of chamomile tea or something else that you like that would be very sleep promoting. This is a signal telling your brain and your body that you are preparing for sleep. If you're a busy mom like me with evenings full of homework and sports or bedtime routines, I recognize that you might have, you may not have a lot of time to spend here and that is completely fine. It doesn't have to be hours of preparation at all. Just make the effort to transition your home and therefore your brain to an evening routine. Maybe it's only sitting for five minutes with your tea or a book or a meditation. That's completely fine. Just do it. Or maybe some nights you have extra time for a 30-minute Epsom salt bath. That's amazing. Do that. The goal is only to establish an evening routine that is sustainable by adding in tiny changes but again, doing them every single day to promote that big change. Don't automatically write it off because you think you don't have time. If you have 10 minutes, use your 10 minutes. If you have two hours, you can create an entirely different experience. Does this make sense for you? I hope so. Number three, disconnect from your electronics. I know, I know, you've probably heard this before, and it's one of the hardest things these days because we're all so attached to our phones and our TVs and our iPads, but you want to limit your screen time at night as much as possible, at least an hour or more before bed. It is a well-known fact that the blue light that is emitted from screens stimulates our brains and can be very disruptive to your sleep. This doesn't mean that you can't enjoy watching a show or, you know, scrolling through your favorite app. 
just do it as long before bed as you can. And then I want you to switch to a healthier activity like reading or listening to music or a meditation. There are so many free resources out there for listening. It truly blows my mind. There are meditations available on YouTube. There are tons of podcasts for every interest and audiobooks you can rent through your public library app. We all have no excuses for consuming engaging content. Just do it in a way that doesn't involve looking at a screen. Again, an hour before bed is the goal, right? That is a long-term goal maybe for you. But if you need a baby step, just start with 15 minutes. Do that for a week and then next week maybe make it 20 minutes. Use your tools too. Set timers to help you remind yourself. Number four is express gratitude to yourself. Self-appreciation is a practice that you can do every single night to train your brain and remind yourself that you have your own back. So I want you to review your day and check in with yourself with intention. And then pick three things you can thank yourself for that happened during the day. It doesn't have to be some big achievement. It is more, it's really about the way you receive it. Simple things like, thank you so much for not being so hard on yourself. Or thank you so much for checking on that friend that's going through a really hard time. Thank you so much for that. We can really change by bringing intention in this way because your brain starts paying attention and getting stronger. It combats the negativity and brings attention to gratitude and activates serotonin and dopamine, which help you feel good. In last week's podcast episode, Self-Collaboration Through Habits, Shauna Cummins shared this concept in much greater detail. So if you didn't get a chance to listen to it, I would encourage you to go check that out. It is really cool stuff. So just to review, the four things that you can start doing tonight to build an evening routine are scan your environment and take some time to tidy up, shift your energy in your home, dim the lights, limit the noise, and let your brain know you're preparing for sleep. Limit your electronics. Remember, the goal is to put them away an hour before bed, but start with at least 15 minutes before bed and then switch to another activity and express gratitude to yourself. Use that self-appreciation exercise that Shauna shared with us last week on the podcast. This all sounds doable, right? Or maybe you're like, Shelby, you always say pick one thing and then you give us four things. I can't do all of that. First, I want you to remove that negative thought from your mind immediately and reframe that in a way that makes sense. Something more like, it feels overwhelming to hear these steps, but I know I can do it. Today, I will start by doing blank. Pick a thing. And then you add in the things you will do. Your goal is to do this every night. And then when you're doing it, I want you to notice what happens. And a final thought. 
Your evening routine is completely dictated by the quality of your daily structure. Brendan Richard. See you next week. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode of Confident Sober Women. If you enjoyed this conversation, hit the subscribe button above so you won't miss any upcoming episodes. And hey, if you really loved it, leave me a review. You can learn more about the Sober Freedom Inner Circle membership at www.shelbyjohncoaching.com forward slash inner circle. See you next time.